Welcome to Quick Hits, the only podcast that gets you smartenized. Today's episode, Pick a Bucket. Just a quick heads up, folks. Most of these podcasts are safe for work. This one is not. This is a not safe for work one. If you're playing it out loud in front of the easily offended, put your earbuds on. This is kind of an extension of the Wasted Votes podcast. I didn't intend for that to be a two-parter. But since I recorded it, we now know who is going to be running on the Democratic side and who is going to be running on the Republican side for the President of the United States. And basically, what it comes down to is the American people are being given a choice. A choice between a bucket of monkey shit covered with blue sprinkles, or a different bucket of monkey shit covered with red sprinkles. Yes, we've got Trump and Hillary... And what a wonderful selection we've been presented with. We have always had to pick between two horrible people for President of the United States, but I have never, ever seen it this bad. I have never seen our choices limited to two people this thoroughly despicable. Trump started out with somewhere between 40 and $200 million of his daddy's money. He's very coy about it. He won't tell you how much it was. But he took over his father's real estate company, and now he brags about his business brilliance, but this guy couldn't even make money in a casino. He's had multiple bankruptcies, and he brags about bankruptcy being good business. He loves eminent domain, and he's used it many, many times to seize property he wanted. He wishes he could date his daughter, and makes fun of the handicapped. Now, his plans for the nation, and and this is what his current plans are, because he flip-flops on things so quickly that you, you don't know what his plan is going to be tomorrow. You can only say what it is today. But one thing he has been consistent about is wanting to deport 11 million Muslims and wanting to build a wall across the southern border. Lately, he's been talking about having the U.S. government default on its debt or causing an economic crash so he could print more money to pay off the national debt. Best of all, now he wants to get in a shooting war with Russia. We have battleships right close to Russian territories, and their planes have been buzzing them. Now, I'm not a big military buff, I'm not a a military expert, but even I know that this is something that goes on all the time, especially between U.S. and Russia. It happens a lot between... Alaska and Russia, where the sea is, and we go out and we fly into their territory and see how long it takes them to escort us back out. And they come over and fly into our airspace, and we do the same. We're measuring our response time, we're measuring their response time, and of course, we're measuring who's got the biggest dick. And this has been going on forever. It's just part of the game. Nobody even pays any attention to it. But Trump 
wants to start shooting down the planes that buzz our battleships. And isn't that just a brilliant idea? Let's get into a shooting war with Russia. This man is, quite simply, batshit crazy. He's, he, he's absolutely out of his mind. And then the other bucket of monkey shit that we have to choose from is Hillary. Now, we all expect our politicians to be corrupt. Hell, if I were a politician and I was in charge of some major project, I'd probably succumb to the temptation and get a little taste myself. I'd be at least a little corrupt. But Hillary has raised the art of corruption to new heights. I can't think of anyone more corrupt than her. If I were to list every time she's done something corrupt and spend a mere 15 seconds talking about each one, this show would run for 6 hours and 37 minutes. Now you're all familiar with her most recently published corruptions, but here are a few that stick with me, ones that I recall. In 1978, she invested $1,000 in cattle futures. She was going to be a commodity trader. And she claimed that her friendly experts were advising her trades. And in 10 months, she turned $1,000 into $100,000. 80% of her trades were profitable. Nobody is that good. Nobody. And after doing that turning $1,000 into $100,000 in 10 months, she stopped because she said she lost her taste for gambling. I live in New York State, where she showed up with carpet bags in hand and says, hey, I just bought a house. I live here now. Vote for me as your senator. And there were enough stupid people in my state to do exactly that. In 2000, as a New York senator, she received an $8 million book advance from Simon & Schuster for a book that was only vaguely described. She didn't have a title. She didn't even have a one-page treatment of it. And they gave her $8 million. And then she went to Washington and voted on bills that would affect Viacom, who owned Simon & Schuster, and insisted there was nothing wrong with that. And the people who love Hillary, they refer to her as a strong woman. But I cannot picture a woman who lets her husband get away with that much cheating as a strong woman. I can understand a woman forgiving her husband the first time he cheats on her. Maybe the second time. But by the third time, she should be telling him that the honeymoon is over. Although, in their case, there were three days left. Every time that a woman has come forward to accuse Bill of harassment, up to and including rape... She was right there doing everything she could to harass and discredit them and to ruin their lives. She is no friend to women. And more recently, her speaking fees. She's getting $300 to $375,000 to give a speech to various financial institutions. Nobody gets a third of a million dollars to give a single speech. Those aren't speaking fees. Those are bribes. She is not just a little corrupt. She is corrupt to the very core of her bone marrow. She is a walking pus bag of pure, concentrated corruption. If either Hillary or Trump were on fire, 
I'd pass up the opportunity to spit on them for fear of diminishing the flames. If the two of them were to trip and fall into a pit filled with long, sharpened punji sticks that were covered in gallons of urine from diseased hobos, I wouldn't be able to suppress a smile. You might say, I'm not fond of either of them. Now, there is a worthwhile alternative, and you've heard me mention him before. Let me give you a little more detail, though. Gary Johnson didn't inherit his daddy's wealth. He started as a door-to-door handyman, knocking on people's doors saying, hey, you need anything to get fixed? Three years later, he created Big J Enterprises, and I'm sure he was tempted to call it Big Johnson Enterprises. But he created this small business specializing in mechanical construction and he built it into a company of over a thousand employees. How's that for job creation? And then he sold it. Then he went on to become the Republican governor of New Mexico, a very democratic state, and he was there for two terms. He was famous for vetoing things. He vetoed more bills in his terms there as a governor than the governors of all the other states combined. The state experienced phenomenal growth. And when he left, after two terms, he was elected to the second one by a landslide. And he had to leave after two terms because they have term limits there in that state, and he actually respected that. When he left, the state had a $1 billion surplus. So this is a guy who knows how to do government. And he knows how to do business. And then, when he left the state, he started working on his hobbies. His hobbies include Ironman triathlons and mountain climbing. He's actually climbed the highest mountain on every continent in the world. Now, let's be honest, folks. He's not going to win. But it's not going to happen. One of those buckets of monkey shit are going to be in the Oval Office. But if he can pull down 15% of the vote, or 20% of the vote, it'll be a huge game-changer all across American politics. So it's up to you, folks. You can vote for a bucket of monkey shit that has your favorite sprinkles on it, or your vote can make a real difference. Choose wisely. And that's it for this episode of the Quick Hits Podcast. If you've learned a little something, if you've changed your mind, or even... If you can just understand a different point of view without necessarily agreeing with it, congratulations. You've been smartenized. Folks, I'm going to give you a little heads up here. The next show is going to be late because I'm taking a vacation. First one in quite a while. And I'm going to be out of circulation. Well, not out of circulation, but... I'm not going to have any of my equipment or software or anything with me for the next two weeks. So the next Quick Hits podcast is not going to be coming in two weeks. It's going to be coming in three weeks, most likely. But I've got some good ideas, and I think I've got some shows coming up that you will like. I always like hearing from folks, so Dave at DaveHit.com. Now, I still have a lot of folks that are just writing to say, Hi, I'm listening. And that's great, because... I want to know how many people are listening to the show. And as I mentioned uh, in the first comeback show, that's really the only way that I can gauge it. I'm going to ask you to do two things, though, if you're going to do that. 
First of all, make sure you put the word podcast or quick hits in the subject line because otherwise I might miss it. I get so much email and I only read about 10% of it. And the other thing is, if you're going to just write and say, I'm listening, just add one more piece of information to that and say, I'm listening from and give me your city and state if you're in the U.S. or give me your city and country if you're not. And that will just help me get a little idea of what the reach of this thing is and where people are listening to it. So again, that's Dave at DaveHit.com. Drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you. And if you want to write something long and involved and well thought out, it may end up in the closing comments of an upcoming show. Also, there is a Facebook group, so you can go to the Quick Hits page on Facebook and like that too. And as always, I'll close off with the reminder that the Quick Hits podcast is nothing more than a journal of one man's opinion and therefore should not be taken too seriously. Seriously.